Yeah, I think we're more. I mean, Tartario is one of the newer things for me, but yeah, I have more familiarity with with some of the subject matters opposed to the others. But I'll just keep right. going. You guys ready? Yep. Yes, sir. All right. What's up, everybody? This is the Cave Podcast. It's your boy Jarrell. We got Danny and Jermaine, and we got special guests for you tonight. We got Dave and Frank. What's up, guys? Welcome. Not much. Thanks for having us, man. Yeah, Yeah. dude. It's a pleasure to be here. Awesome. Happy guys. Man, we. I mean. I feel like Jermaine's kind of new. We kind of inducted him into the the society, but we love we love conspiracy theories. We try not to get too deep in it. Cause <laughs> I feel like it's like quicksand because we get too deep in it and we get stuck there, you know. But we'll talk about that later. But you guys are specialists, I would say. Would you guys agree? <laughs> we try to delve pretty deep into the subject matters. I mean, we we've been at it for close to two and a half years now of deep dives into conspiracies. Basically we don't release weekly, but we're, we're looking into this stuff all the time. Yeah. Yeah. We try, we try our best. <laughs> and then, and be- before you started releasing, I mean, you know, content, what, what drove you guys into question? I mean, not questioning, but like conspiracies and, uh, Thinking of outside the box, outside the norm, you know, and how long have you been, you know, questioning things, I guess you could say then. Or what sparked the curiosity? I think think the three of us have always been into it. We've known each other for a long time. uh, And we usually tell the story that, you know, when we do, if we did get together or hang out or, you know, and just in conversation that that would kind of the rabbit holes we went down in conversations and uh we're very suspicious of things so especially in the more recent couple of years it's definitely a perfect time to start a conspiracy podcast in the past couple of years and uh i think really because we started just a couple months into this whole pandemic thing so i think that was really the big spark was like let's Let's start talking about this stuff. Plus, so much of it we're we're completely interested in ourselves. Mm-hmm. So, so it was one of the first of... like uh, conspiracy theories. You guys said, "Hey, this is you know that kind of like dragged you in to keep diving mm-hmm. down to more conspiracies." Probably just like the the big the big heavy hitters, you know the the nine eleven, the JFK assassination, mm-hmm. JFK. Yeah. yeah, questioning. Epstein, that was all yeah. happening right then. Yeah, so yep, a- yep. Yeah. Yeah, I would say for me it was uh, 9-11. I feel like maybe because I was experiencing that, that was a historical event that I was actually, I could say I was a part of and I experienced. And things just didn't add up, you know? Like I remember watching that and being like, where's where's the plane in the Pentagon? No, mm. You know? Big the, questions. The the, the, <laughs> the the towers, the towers, okay, you know, like the steel beams, jet fuel. I'll buy it as a kid, but the the plane not being there, and even that other site where the plane crashed, and there was nothing there, right? Ah, uh, Shanksville, uh, Philly, yeah, yeah, yeah. Philadelphia, yeah, I mean, yeah, yeah. 
those are things that I was just like, uh, I don't know. But that narrative went on so long. And then the Osama bin Laden stuff didn't really make sense. And I feel like that's when I was like, huh. I, th- I, th- I think something's up. <laughs> yeah, I think the right, whole right. subsequent events after 9-11 really kind of sealed the deal on being conspiratorial because you're you're looking at so many weird things that happened especially with just the investigation itself was you know the fbi investigated the fbi a little weird i thought it was weird when i remember as a kid when that all happened they already knew who did it right away it was like it was afghanistan i was like really yeah we we got that already huh yeah, yeah, Al Qaeda, and they oh, yeah. knew everything right off the bat. It's like, yeah. whoa, okay, this just happened a couple. I mean, I didn't question that, but I mean, now as an adult, you can look back and like, how did this happen so quickly? Nah, now as an adult, it's like, damn, it vaporized everything except for their wallets and their ID. Yeah, their passports. <laughs> right, it melted, it melted the metal yeah, beam. Jet fuel, jet fuel melted those beams, but their passports were intact. That's crazy. Yeah. I, I yeah. need that passport. The plane vaporized, uh, but the Pentagon. Uh, and yeah, then I remember was what was it, like in high school, um, that documentary came out uh, called Loose Change. And that kind of, I, as a, like, as a grown, like not grown up, but, you know, I was older, I was able to comprehend. I was like, whoa, you know, that kind of sucked me into like looking at more conspiracies. And then I started diving into like the dumber conspiracies, like things that just were flat out dumb. And then things like, you know, birds aren't real. <laughs> hey, those are the fun ones. <laughs> Once kidding. you start no, to get real outlandish, like, you know, yeah, it I, gets I, fun. <laughs> you get, you can get, you can get very, very deep, very, very quickly. It's uh, that's it's, crazy, and and it's all we we really try to keep things like right in the middle. You know, mm-hmm. even though there's three of us, Absolutely. we all try to not lean towards one side. There's obviously certain things that we all agree on, you know, like with 9-11, for example, is something that I think the three of us unanimously in our two-parter that we did mm-hmm. were like, that probably didn't come down from just jet fuel. So that was <laughs> one like unanimous, the three of us decided on. But then there's other things where we go three different ways on stuff and mm-hmm. we try to keep it really more informational than opinionated because once you start getting into opinionated stuff, then it's, it's good content, but you really start to look like a bigot <laughs> real quick. Cultish is probably the best word for it. Yeah. <laughs> Cause then, then you're getting into stuff and people are like, well, they're part of Q, aren't they? You know, like it's crazy. Yeah. Yeah. I, I spend a lot of late nights going on Reddit and just, reading through everyone's posts and you know a lot of them are funny because they make fun of the q the q people's like reptilian i was like i don't know i want to see why they feel this way so you dive deeper and you're like wow that's crazy and then it leads to this one guy who murdered his kids because he thought they're gonna turn into reptiles i was like oh no Wasn't <laughs> that, recent? that was yeah recent, that was pretty right? recently yeah. yeah he was just so sucked into the q and on thing and he believed his children were reptiles so he <laughs> murdered them <laughs> I didn't even hear about that. That's why <laughs> he might yeah. have been. I'm just kidding. Um, it's good that you have a few friends that are into it too, so you could bounce ideas off and be like, "Hey, man, I think it's time to take a a break." <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> some other yeah. Things, you know? <laughs> a little reality check every now and then is a good thing. 
but also it's like, hey, I think there is something there because I was doing my own research and I read something that was sort of similar to what you're talking about. So it it's got it it's got its uh it's got its pros, but I feel like the bigger that group gets, then you get a lot of more those people that just agree with what you say, you know, which you know could get cultish. So just a an inner circle that keeps it real with you. I feel like that's what we have. And I feel like that's what you guys have too. So that's pretty cool. We wouldn't yeah, mind being a sure. cult. <laughs> I, I mean, we, we do joke about it all the yeah. time. Like we are a cult, but we're not a cult. <laughs> that's funny. Yeah. I think Jermaine is having some connection Just issues. Put- oh no. Yo, yo, yo. Yeah, he's out. All right. So, um, so he brought up, he brought up birds are fake. Um, that's something I kind of just saw on TikTok scrolling. And, you know, I was first, I was like, hmm, do you ever get, you guys ever go through those where you, you see something so outlandish? You're like, oh, this is stupid. But then later well, on, you come back to it and it's like, wow, this, this might have actually been some shit. Here's the thing with birds. Birds aren't real. It, in my mind, it stems around pigeons in particular. I don't think anybody's doubting the authenticity of like a bald eagle as, right. as a bird, but pigeons in particular. Have you ever seen a baby pigeon or a nest of baby pigeons? Yeah, they're all just the same size, right? I don't know. I've never seen one. Yeah, I think you've never seen it, right? Like like an actual baby baby pigeon. Like you've seen ducklings, obviously, but have you seen like a pigeon in its like baby form? No, like out in public. Based off recollection, I I I haven't seen a nest. I just seen them all kind of like a copy pasted version of themselves. Yeah, like everywhere. There might be a crow too. There might be an obviously pregnant looking one, but I haven't really followed to see. That would be a good experiment, you know. Just take one of those pregnant ones and see what's up. Let it be known that Frankie believes that pigeons are actual little robotic surveillance Dude. creatures. <laughs> I don't know about that, but they do be acting a little bit sus sometimes. <laughs> yeah, I agree. Um, that one I we had... haven't touched yet. No, no, we we haven't gotten into birds aren't real, yeah. so I can't really throw any like crazy, crazy conspiracy stuff about that. Other than the fact that it's just government surveillance, it is the inspiration to <laughs> our. Uh, it is the inspiration to our logo, though. So oh, it, is. No way. it is. It is. Yeah, that is nice. awesome. Nice. Yeah, the camera yeah. bird, yeah. full circle. The That's one, awesome. the one back back in the day, him and I would discuss, and he he. He believes is that insects are yeah yeah insects are <laughs> what UFOs right or they're but they're I, not I, from this world. I initially thought insects, not UFOs aliens 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 yeah because I was like a, a mind to be able to process flight and like to operate a, a vision that like flies and mosquito and spiders have that's got to be like a super complex um brain or neurological system to be able to operate and function all that at the same time. So I was thinking that even like flies and mosquitoes, they would go and, you know, at the time I was thinking that they would suck up your blood to get a DNA sample and transfer that to the mother base. (laughs) Holy shit. (laughs) So, I mean, 
I don't know. I, have you guys? Have you, have you guys? I, I mean, also, like, you see these movies where aliens are kind of depicted like a spider looking creature, right? So, mm-hmm. like an insect looking creature. Maybe, maybe to survive, they just shrank down to, to a size where they're not really considered a threat and they could kind of just live amongst us. That was my theory that bugs could be aliens. <laughs> Well, yeah, was probably more ants and spiders in around in or around in the walls of your building you live in. Than there are people in the United States, at least, you know, or even the world, mm-hmm. maybe, you know, that's bugs are outweigh us like crazy. And what brings a little bit of weight to that, which is very interesting. I've never, <laughs> yeah. I've never heard yeah. this thought, um, <laughs> but it, if you've ever seen like super high def images of, different insects like super up close yeah um it's totally alien it's nothing oh, yeah. like any other living breathing thing on this planet like for sure like an up close of a, like a, a bee or a praying mantis yeah. even yeah it's crazy yeah. shit i mean they have exoskeletons like that's alien to us you know even if you're fish you know that's alien even a bird you know like it's just you lay eggs or you're a mammal that's still alien to have your skeleton on the outside right it's weird and we eat them all the time (laughs) (laughs) and they get weirder in the ocean too so that's that's the crazy thing that could be like a nesting egg to a broader conspiracy that all life on earth originated from elsewhere Huh. You know, mm. I see. Maybe we're the happen. aliens. Yeah, I mean, because like, it's what is? I, I've had conversations with people about you know when we talk about religion <laughs> and aliens, and I mean by by definition, the term alien means just a being from another space, foreign. right? A foreign, no, being? just something foreign. Yeah, not nothing. I mean, technically, people could be aliens from another country. So I would argue exactly. that God is technically an alien angels and demons are technically aliens so i feel like aliens gets the the term alien gets put in a box where it's like oh the the grays you know the um outer space ufos and it does and it little green men it it limits it limits like this concept of maybe bugs or some sort of aliens um fish i don't know (laughs) Dave, I'm sure you'll be familiar with this. I was actually just having this conversation uh, with my girlfriend on the way home from McDonald's tonight. On the Joe Rogan experience, they have a little back and forth about how Joe at one point thought that thoughts could be alien. Whether not necessarily from like outer space, but some sort of like interdimensional thing. Do you remember that, Dave? him saying that thoughts are aliens i feel like if it's going to be from any episode it's going to be something where they talked about psychedelics yeah yeah there's a Dun- duncan trussell episode it could right? have been I a duncan think... trussell episode yeah, yeah. yeah it sounds like something that him <laughs> and duncan trussell would go down that hole with uh yeah i mean it could be when you're talking about consciousness and we don't know what it is especially if you're especially if you you take psilocybin or something like that and you go off to a whole nother whole nother spot or even you know obviously the the top form of everything dmt you know like that's gotta be if you're if you're having people talk about and saying that they communicate with other entities then 
maybe you know like you know in your id and your ego the the, the positive side on your shoulder the negative side maybe the, your thoughts are just but then you then then you can also bring that into maybe they're not aliens but maybe the sim theory thing just kind of has more weight at that point because it's just somebody programming in what the fuck you're thinking so right. <laughs> you know <laughs> that's right that's nuts it could get you could keep going you could be like oh let's open this door right and then and then that room has three doors and you open up another <laughs> one and then you slide down a slide and you're like oh god there's more and get trapped in the mirror room of conspiracies yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Dude, that could get easy you it's find yourself easy. in that <laughs> it's way too easy but as far as like it's really it, thoughts right. being thoughts being uh uh, entity or whatever even entities are aliens because i mean interdimensionally they're from another space you would classify and put them as as aliens too and i saw yeah. you guys had um v- vincent field on your podcast recently right mm-hmm, um yeah. yeah uh we we talked about ufos being some kind of metaphysical vehicle um because we talked about astral projection and in, in movies they depict astral projection as a floating um you know way of mobility like you don't really walk you don't really jump there's no vehicle that you're riding like a mystical horse you just kind of float and we're talking about the new theory that maybe ufos are interdimensional instead of actually from our space that's why they move in ways that we can't really comprehend um so i was thinking that maybe uh a ufo was a interdimensional vehicle that traveled and was propelled by your ambitions and your thoughts and your attention. So you would kind of think about where you're going and you just go there essentially floating, but inside of a vehicle. So, um, shit, like that. Do you guys, you guys think that UFOs, I mean, UFO is one of the talking points. You guys think that UFOs are actually a physical being that or a physical, vehicle that's from outer space or like inner earth or wherever do you think it's more interdimensional i think it could be both or Mm -hmm. every every narrative it could be it could be our own government in certain lights and certain even certain crafts i mean there is the patents for the tr3b which is a very very widely seen triangle formation that a lot of people see i i've seen it myself in connecticut over a decade ago and very close and it was a weird experience. Hmm. And, but then you can talk about, you know, all these, you know, if you're talking about interdimensional craft, then you're talking about time, you know, things interacting with our time and space. And we're pretty weak dimensional creatures, at least on the physical level and not maybe in the conscious, but we don't even know that, that aspect. I don't, unless you've done psychedelics, people really don't know that aspect of a whole nother dimension inside what we have as physical, but right. I think it's very, very, very possible that a lot of these things are something on a whole different wavelength of senses, especially I think Mike and I, one of our, our, co- our other co-hosts always have the conversation that we think like demonic possession is interdimensional beings mm. or something like that, that are there or, you know, sleep paralysis, demons, stuff, anything like that is something that's coming crossing the veil essentially and then there could quite possibly be transmedium intergalactic crafts that we're interacting with i think there could be i think the sky is really the limit you know of what we we could be interacting with all of those things and those all could be ufos or uaps or whatever we're dealing with which is (laughs) 
he's fucking scary because <laughs> if that's all if that's all four all four of those things that you're dealing with at once then our reality is not the reality that we perceive yeah your universe shrinks with just one of those being real but all four together goddamn <laughs> yeah it's like what, yeah, it's, what is real man? i think the scariest would be interdimensional i mean having a having a physical yeah. entity visiting us that's what we would do so that feels actually less alien to me than even mm-hmm. though it could be if it's from another world or even another galaxy or somewhere else. Uh, but then there's the the big possibility that, you know, whether these videos are real incredible that the Navy has been pumping out the last couple of years, which I think, you know, why would these guys, you know, say all this stuff unless they're just paid opposition to make right. us all look stupid. Uh the, a lot of transmedium. So you're talking about underwater to air. And then that holds a little bit of a theory with hollow earth too, where there could be something else going on entirely. It's so strange. Mm-hmm. It's just, don't become a conspiracy theorist. <laughs> it all, it, it all ties together somehow, you know, yeah, all these conspiracies, if you think about it, it just, it just changed together. And then, I mean, it makes sense, and that's it's what intrigues you. Like you said, there'll be the conspiracy theories because you'll dive even more because you just see it all makes sense, or your mind is trying to make sense of it as well. Yeah, it's like, honestly, incredible. Um, we we keep I know we where keep going telling ourselves. We keep telling ourselves. It's like every couple of weeks we have another one of those realizations of. Oh shit, it's all connected and it hasn't stopped. And it one literally thing, hasn't stopped. And one big thing oh, that we've oh, connected. Oh, yeah. I thought I you were going there. Out. Yeah. No, I left I, that out. I mean, it's, it's 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 big. It's really big. I mean, we've it's even talked really about big. it with the moon landings and hollow earth and Antarctica, some of the things that you guys want to talk about. Uh, every out of out of how many episodes we've done 61 61 episodes that we've we've done uh that have been released in different conspiracies at least like two-thirds of them connect back to nazis like it's just crazy <laughs> wow it's, it's, and and that's and that's even the ufo stuff like you know you have yes, the dive yeah, yeah. you know stuff. like it's just mm-hmm. antarctica especially right and then hollow earth it kind of goes along i guess with the whole Antarctic so, mysteries. I would say let's let's dive into the talking points then, you know. Um, and the first one that we would like to discuss about is the moon landing. From what I understand, and I'm not I, I don't know it very well, and I'll say that off the bat. But from my understanding is is that in the moon landing, uh, you know, we never made it to the moon. It was all shot in a studio. Um, and that's all I know. So um any, any let's let's dive in i mean what what are the extra details and then what um you know what's the conspiracy behind it and yeah let's go from there well it's we, kind of weird too i feel like if we've been to the moon we would continue to go to the moon I oh like yeah we would, well nasa we, have a, we lost the technology and, and yeah. we tape and we taped over the tape right <laughs> yeah yeah <laughs> We lost the computers that were the size of my apartment's bedroom, but you know, let's let's not talk about that. Oh, all the technology that we had to get there, uh, it got destroyed somehow. All of those that ha- happened coincidentally. A big <laughs> thing with, and I hate to break it to you, the the moon landings 
might also have to do with the Nazis a little mm. bit just because of <laughs> NASA and how, how the Nazis infiltrated NASA operation. Oh, right, 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 all that right, shit. right. Yeah. Um, but a, a big thing with the, the moon landing being fake is Stanley Kubrick trying to take credit for filming the moon landings. Uh, Kubrick was the director of Apollo 11, a space odyssey apollo apollo what a space odyssey right oh, uh, 2001. 2001 2001 a space odyssey that's right he worked um, he supposedly did the apollo 11's 12 11 and 12's footage because, and he would have been the best person to do it because right. he was making 2001 around the same time that they did the moon landings so he had the sets the technology the hollywood you know pull to make that look as good as it would in a movie at that point in time. Yeah. People refer back to that movie too, to see how like accurately they depicted outer space at that time, which is incredible. There's another big, no, go go for outer space. (laughs) Um, uh, Another huge thing with the moon landings that you need to take into consideration is the space race. Um, we had Russia and the United States battling for space superiority, whatever it may be. And Russia was ahead of the game with the launch of their satellite. Uh, Sputnik. Sputnik. That's Sputnik, right. Yeah. And Yuri so, Gagarin was the first man in space in yes. the early 60s. Yeah. Hmm. So the U.S. kind of had to jump the gun according to the conspiracy and make some sort of huge leap out into space before Russia did to sort of claim that title. And there, there was two ways that they could do that either actually send a man to the moon, which is incredibly difficult or use Stanley Kubrick's existing set, pay off a couple of people and have it done within a week. Or nuke it. <laughs> Just <kidding>. Or nuke <laughs> it. <laughs> Just nuke the shit out of Russia. <laughs> Russia can't go to the moon if it doesn't exist anymore. <laughs> Can you do that? <laughs> it's, there's also a couple other things that are really questionable. One, the spacecraft itself. I mean, you're literally putting somebody up there in an environment that's obviously hostile to humans right. and, you know, lethal to humans. And, uh, and you're putting it in with like tin foil and you know like real like i like i i you know you see like the gold foil on top of it it's it's like it's so and it's such a rickety piece of equipment and it's that was only the 60s i and my point with that is like we have the van allen radiation belts around earth and a lot of people are saying that these guys would have been fried if they went through it and you know i think in 2013 there was a probe that was launched by by NASA, and a it got fried by a, a pl- interplanetary shockwave from the sun. Like, and oh, so like if these guys, you know, we, and but then it would also hold weight. Oh, we lost the technology because they don't want anybody else to do it. But you know, with the sophistication of how how really sophisticated the space shuttle program was, and then them just canning that. And now we're back to basically Saturn V rockets, the same ones that, you know, were built by the adopted Nazis in NASA. And, you know, it's, it's, it's really, it's really strange. And then the other 
big portion of it is, is you have the question of, well, why haven't we continued to go? And one question I always ask people, can you make a phone call on an airplane with your cell phone? No. Can you can you no. be flying from New York to Los Angeles and be like, you know, I'm going to call my mom and have, kill some time? Mm-hmm. No. So no, how the hell were these people in 1969 watching live footage from 215,000 <laughs> miles away? <laughs> spinning at like 66,000 miles an hour. Like it's, it's, it's a very, that's a very hard concept for me. I mean, we can't even, I, I get blackouts on hockey games. Can't even watch them. It's right. 2022. <laughs> we can't even, we can't even watch. Uh, that's true. So that's, I think you that's know, the biggest I've, point for I've me. I've wondered about that. Go ahead. Go ahead. It's, I'm suspicious. I, I don't want to say, I don't want to say we didn't go because then it, then we really got duped, but we've been duped a lot in the last 10 years, 20 years. So who, who the hell knows what's new, uh, but <laughs> But yeah, like we, I don't, I don't want to say we didn't go, but mm-hmm. watching it live and then the reaction of the, the crew when they were doing press conferences afterwards of just being so melancholy and just like, <laughs> uh, yeah, we did it. Yeah. Like, <laughs> like that's the biggest achievement in human history. And you're right. just like, it's fine. Like that's like, nah, that, there's a lot of things that don't hold up. <laughs> So, I was just about to bring that up. The yeah. the the post landing interviews with Buzz Aldrin, uh Neil Armstrong and Michael Collins. Have you ever been like middle school, high school, sent to like the principal's office with one of your friends, two yeah. or three of you got in trouble and you get asked by the principal, so what happened? And you all kind of just look at each other to see who's <laughs> going to talk first. That is exactly how those interviews went down. They would be asked a question and the three of them would like look at each other like, all right, so who's going to start our truth? And they would like build off of each other. It's just super weird. I would encourage you and your listeners to like go check out those interviews. They're super suspect. Yeah. What had happened was uh, we, went, <laughs> we went to the moon. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> we walked That's around great. and uh, we came back and we picked yeah. up some rocks. <laughs> we stuck a flag in. I agree. I agree with Dave. I don't think. I don't. I. It, it's. It's not factual to say we haven't gone to the moon because i feel like eventually we've we had the technology to get there um but like you said it was a space race so they needed to do something um based on the time sensitivity of of the events at the time or current uh, that was current um so you know faking that we went to the moon was good enough for people to put us at the top of the tier when it comes to the to the world and, and the global chain, but it's weird. Like, like you said, um, a lot of people don't know. It's funny. Cause when I mentioned that NASA is pretty much ran by Nazis, people are like, what by you, Nazis. yeah, they're, they're like, what do you mean? And, it, <laughs> and it, it's, it's strange that that's not a known fact about not, not uh, NASA. Their director and the man who created all the rocket technology for NASA, uh, was a bad motherfucker, yeah. you know, and he, and, you know, we took 1600 other people too in the Nuremberg trials and absolved them of war crimes and just put them all over, not just NASA medical field, medical field and, you know, 
banking and economics and you know all this all this stuff but when it comes to nasa frankie wasn't there a a place in alabama like a nasa space center that was named after one of these guys like or was it in uh, yeah, uh florida the super german one right it was, yeah it was like, super a german, super german. <laughs> like a german sounding facility on american it was in soil like, yeah it was, i think it was in alabama too. yep and then there's another guy i forget his name bear with me for two seconds i gotta uh gotta find it this guy's got dueling scars on his face like (laughs) and i don't know if if anybody knows who the dueling scars are but in world war ii nazis like to fight each other with with knives and whoever cut them whoever cut the opponent in the face first one wasn't that annie jacobson that's his name right uh i forget the guy's name I think he had like the two. The, yeah, when you said dueling scars, that's why I remember them because I kind of looked into the whole. Um, like well, I know I jumped in late, but the whole NASA thing, yeah, and the, he had the dueling scars. It's mm-hmm. crazy, isn't it? Crazy that you tell people when you tell people, yeah, uh, NASA was ran by Nazis, and they're like, oh, that's crazy. That's their only reaction to it. <laughs> or no, it's. Uh, yeah. it's uh, <laughs> Kurt, they Kurt don't look into Kurt Davis or whatever. Yeah, I don't know why I said Annie, something about Andy Jacobs on something else with NASA, but it was Kurt Davis. Yeah, yeah, he he's the he's the guy. There's actually a very famous picture of uh, him showing him and JFK standing at Cape Canaveral, uh, watching a, a rocket taking off, and it's just interesting that you see wow. a picture of the president of the United States uh, only 20 years after. The end of World War Two, and this guy with like cuts all over his face. He was like eighty years old, morose, is just standing there, like, "Look at that! See that? Yeah, we made a lot of those." <laughs> and 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 him and us just being okay with it. But you know, Good I job. mean, we're not the only ones. Russia <laughs> took what a couple thousand or thirteen hundred or something like that, and um, and the UK got some, and some other allied countries definitely got some. So a lot of these guys, a couple thousand of these guys, got off scot free, mm-hmm. and died in the united states as american citizens they gave them money houses mm-hmm. Just come on over let's Jobs, let's go to the yeah, moon pretty much because <laughs> right at the end of world war ii it the, the whole situation shifted to holy shit we gotta we gotta worry about russia now mm-hmm. that's that's exactly because everybody had the technologies yeah so they, know people, they had their people over there too right yeah and little known fact we we weren't the ones that that won in Europe, it was the Russians that took Berlin. So, you know, it was, it was they were something there first. To worry about. Yeah. To worry about. <laughs> they were there first. So, and they, they took it. But yeah, the, the moon landings for me, like I said, I hate, I would hate to admit that we all got duped, but I can guarantee you, n- none of you in the 60s saw that shit live. I'll tell you. That <laughs> definitely didn't no. happen live. <laughs> I don't think we went at all. Yeah, I think I'm leading towards that more often than not now. It's crazy seeing like the technology we have though. That uh, have you guys seen that um, what's it, a SpaceX rocket? How it lands? Mm-hmm. Jeez, that that's some amazing stuff. So I mean, I feel like I mean I don't know. There's also the uh, what's what's there's that dome theory. I forget what it's called. The, the uh, firmament. firmament. The firmament theory, yep. which also ties into this. It's fucking crazy. Like when I first started conspiracy theories, I would search each conspiracy theory, and then 
like you said, later on when you find out everything's connected, it's like, God damn, it's hard to research just one thing now because you kind of see it with eyes that this is a piece of a puzzle, you know? But yeah, the firmament. Um, so I don't know if a rock, if that's true, then a rocket obviously can't penetrate it. That's why there's those images or those videos of, you know, when, when a rocket is, is apparently taken off, there's that, it almost looks like a firmament breaking in like neon colors in the sky. Um, if that's true, then maybe that technology isn't enough to get there. But if there isn't, and space is how space is supposed to be, um, based on the current knowledge, then that rocket should be able to get to the moon, I feel like. So I would say no. Yeah, I feel like we got duped, but now we have the technology to get there. So that's my Yeah, we can get to the moon probably now, there now. But we can't. Yeah. We couldn't have done that back then. And like you said, no one has seen that shit live. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I think we're. I think most of the superpowers are, especially China, us, maybe, maybe, maybe Russia. I, mm-hmm. With the with what's going on now, probably not. But mm-hmm. uh, unless they're just sleeping us, you know, they're just they just got whole colonies over there. But I would say between us and China, for sure, there's definitely activity on the lunar surface. Like we we just don't. I mean, there's a whole side of it that we we don't see ever. So mm-hmm. that's what perfect place to just hide, right. and whoever has the moon, it's just like, yeah, like with with like obviously like with space force is more about cybersecurity, but whoever has the moon has uh, planetary superiority completely. Plot twist: It's North Korea. Plot twist: <laughs> <laughs> <Plot twisters, laughs> Evil. All those rockets that just keep spit, spitting out; those are just the ones for those us. are just to distract yeah, us. But they're really going to the moon. Like, so hey, look at this. So <laughs> damn, it's all failed experiments to go to the moon. Yeah. Just I gotta, I gotta ask, I gotta ask. So we didn't land in the moon back then, but I, I guess what, what uh, the new idea is that we've landed recently, and there's lunar activity there's people up there i guess you could say there's maybe bases is that the you can like alien bases or our military bases our military maybe there's people in in, have you guys ever heard of the my lab program no i haven't okay so there's this thing called the my lab i forgot the name i forgot that frank do you know what the act the full acronym for full meaning of that i don't know i don't remember Uh, that it's uh there's a guy named Corey good uh he's he's one of the people that has one of the whistleblowers that has said he's worked for this MyLab program where they do this thing called the 20 and back where they age regress people and they send them to other galaxies and be a part of the galactic federation. <laughs> they have, they have whole colonies on the Mars, uh, other moons and in, in Jupiter's system, uh, and outside our solar system. And he said that he's done it twice. So he's done it for 20 years. And then they age regress you back to the, to the time that you're, that you were taken and a lot of this goes into like the Montauk projects oh, and okay. and all of that. So it's it's very strange stuff. But there are multiple people that have blown that whistle. And I feel like if I feel like I would hate to say if Corey Good's full of shit, but if he if he isn't, you know, you would think you would have got That's Hillary Clinton. Crazy. You know, like you would have gotten whacked off real mm-hmm. quick. But I don't know. Yeah. I think. Uh, but that one's interesting. There's supposedly colonies with people on mars and i mean we don't know we can't get in a rocket and take off and know if there's people right. and if it is anything it's it's breakaway civilization or military and right. 
if it's breakaway civilization, then that brings the whole concept of UFOs up as well, being like, well, that might not be any of us, but it might be us. So it's so, super tough to to land on one particular moon or even space theory because yeah. there's so many different versions of what people believe and a lot of them contradict each other so it's really your best pick on what you hold true i guess if you're not trying to follow the narrative of the science from nasa would you so, say that maybe what Elon Musk is saying about becoming multiplanetary species, he's kind of throwing it out there now because they're trying to normalize the fact that, you know, like you said, there's probably colonies out there already and that he's trying to send other people to Mars. And do you think that's just him kind of like, you know, like how do you nice, like, let's just say the people like the government has been kind of hiding everything in plain sight. Do you think that's kind of him hinting at, that's what's happening right now. And I'm trying to normalize that. So when it happens, we're not surprised. Could be. Yes. Yeah, slowly. Uh, it's like a slow indoctrination just to get us to be, you know, not even knowing that we've, I mean, look at how natural it was for everybody to become addicted to cell phones 10 years ago. Right. Yeah. You know, like once, once you start getting flat panels on cell phones, you know, and mm-hmm. so they weren't T nine and playing snake, then <laughs> like, then, then, you know, you're, then all of a sudden like that was that was a natural thing so yeah it could be him softening it or he could just be a nut that's like i'm going to mars one way trip you know? <laughs> i remember i remember there was a website to sign up for those one way trips i i considered it it's going to be a one way trip <laughs> sell your soul for yeah, it, is one, it is it's right? pretty much yeah so yeah my yeah. question was if we if we if there's a theory that the moon landing was fake do you guys think that this Mars footage we're getting fed right now is fake as well. Ooh, oh, man, I want to. I, I don't want to believe that it's BS, but it does look like Utah. Some places, <laughs> <laughs> like Utah. Man, but it, right. it goes back to what we were saying. Like, how did we ha- get the video back then? The live, you know, from the moon down here. I don't think we we don't even have the technology right now to. There's yeah, there's blind spots video. in Earth. And there's a lot of stuff, even like when they have the, I don't want to say the satellite, but yeah, the, the one satellite that went, the Voyager, and yeah. there's pictures, it sends pictures all the way here. It's like, how does it do that? Like, it's so long. I know they say it takes a long time for the data to get here, but do we really have that advanced technology to send data from, I don't know if it's light years away, but. Yeah, long no, not light years away because that's a long time, long ways, but um, just a far distance. I wish I could answer that because I'm I'm not a rocket scientist, but <laughs> if, I, if I if I if I was a rocket scientist, that'd be an easy question to answer, I'm sure. Uh, but uh, but I, I think even at Voyager, even it being outside the both Voyagers being outside, you know, our solar system at this point, you know, uh, I don't think they can commute. I think they probably estimate where they know they are, but once it was passing by, you know, was it Jupiter and Saturn? I think they, they went through by, um, I mean, the pictures they were coming back. I mean, it took, I don't know how long it took. I know that it takes give or take eight minutes or so eight or nine minutes, I believe for the light to the sun, light of the sun to get us. Mm -hmm. Uh, so, and I think Mars is even, I think it's like 16 or something. I might be wrong. 16 minutes, 20 something minutes. Um, so Jupiter would probably take, you're seeing it 
farther away. So I would imagine, I mean, with radio signals, I mean, we can pick up, we can pick up radio waves from, allegedly we can pick up radio waves from stars exploding light years and light years and light years away. So I would imagine if we can figure that out, then that's, that happened, but it ain't live. I mean, if you're going to, I mean, I think there's a live feed of one of the, uh, one of the, uh, rovers on mars but i mean nasa cuts the feet on the iss every 20 minutes so like how how are we supposed to know they're like oh another ufo cut it like you know they're <laughs> so we don't even have we, we don't even have a live real live hd feed which you'd think we would be able to do right now of another planetary surface so right. if we're just taking pictures and cutting holes in the rock mm-hmm. uh i don't know i think there's there's so many there's so many weird things on Mars recently that have surfaced that little doorway thing. People are like, Oh my God, it's a door. Like the giant yeah. door. I think it was estimated to be like 11 inches tall. Like, and it looks like it's huge. <laughs> and it's like, maybe, maybe it's little, maybe they're little Martians, but you know, but you would think things would be, uh, larger on a surface like that. Cause they have less gravity. So it's not smaller. So Mars is, Mars is strange. Mars is a tiny ass planet. It's like a little bit bigger than the moon. <laughs> it's it's not that big and we're all yeah. hopping and skipping to go there. I think one of the biggest compelling things that's really interesting about Mars is the fact that they well, allegedly if they're there and they've done tests that they can see that there's been two massive nuclear explosions on that planet from oh, right. millions of years ago, mm-hmm. which is suspicious and not just in the sense of like a cosmic impact. They said these are thermonuclear explosions. <laughs> so Strange. Could we be the aliens? The yeah. aliens took our tech and yeah, tested it over there. And just <laughs> shot us on comets over here. You know. Ima- imagine the master race that we're all we're all thinking about. Or the Illuminati is actually the... Uh, Could be the Anunnaki. Yeah, the Anunnaki's. Or like a hybrid version of us that, pl- that travels in interplanetary. Um, yeah. To tie everything in um, with the nazis also because it all does connect to that um danny mentioned that elon musk is trying to make us interplanetary creatures or jermaine mentioned it which is interesting because werner von braun said something similar to his in his deathbed right or or something on his yeah i think it was on his deathbed he he, i think he said something along the lines of their last play is going to be trying to shift the focus into outer space and um, something along the lines about like, because it, it ties in with the Antarctica inner earth theory, right? To if inner earth is real and that's the real like portal to space, let's have people look up in outer space and distract them from from the caves and in, in inner earth. Well, as above, so below, you right? Uh huh. Mm-hmm. So I, I know his, uh, I think his tombstone had something uh, mentioning. Oh, what was a, the- a Bible verse, right? Yeah. About the firmament? Yes. So yes. Uh, is is the firmament more of a... Because that's a, a newer topic that I I touched upon. But is it more along the lines that connected with inner earth or flat earth? Um, Where does inner earth lie with flat earth? Can it coincide? Because yes. I would say flat earth, but it could be both. Uh-huh. How deep is flat Earth? <laughs> Seriously, how right. deep is That's flat the Earth? question. That's the question. <laughs> okay, um, so I, 
I would more correlate it with like a flat earth. Yeah, flat earth real quick. Okay, so on his gravestone, he had Psalms 19.1. And it says, the heavens declare the glory of God. The skies proclaim the work of his hands. Day after day, they pour forth speech. Night after night, they display knowledge. There is no speech or or language where there is no voice is heard. Hmm. Real. I think the first part is the only part that he has is the the heavens declare the glory of God. The skies proclaim the work of his hands. Mm. That's on his tombstone. That's pretty bananas. Yep. <laughs> That's what I'm saying. I mean, but then it goes back to the, uh, it goes back to the Nazis having some alleged flying saucer technology. Do they, do they, right. Know, they have a lot of occult beliefs and, uh, which could also be interpreted as extraterrestrial stuff. I mean, they're very, 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 their occult folklore really, really nailed into that Aryan stuff, which has very interesting because of the Pleiadian, you know, right. Nordic style aliens. So that's, it's, it's weird. That blew, that blew my mind when I got in, when I, when I touched that and I, and I came across that in my research that the Pleiadians were tall, blonde hair, blue eyes. But I feel like they wouldn't. Uh, I think we said this in our one of our episodes. I, I feel like they wouldn't if they're supposed to be a non nefarious race. Why would they get on board with the fucking Nazis? <laughs> you know? like just doesn't make any sense. <laughs> you Frank, would you hope that they wouldn't. What were you gonna What were you gonna say before I an asshole and cut you off on that? No, no, no. Um, <laughs> I, I was just saying that the firmament is definitely more. Flat Earth. Corresponding with Flat Earth. Associated huh. with Flat Earth than um than Hollow Earth. And I, I hate to say it, but the firmament thing, it I don't want to get too deep into <laughs> so it. So stressed out, scratchy. Just yeah. <laughs> like files of research. <laughs> I'm fucking buffering right now, man. Um the firmament ties into the fact that space may not be real and space mm-hmm not being real would tie into the question of us landing on the moon. Mm-hmm. And l- like you said, even the possibility of a Mars Rover, uh, I'm not a supporter of flat earth, but there is some very, very compelling spaces, fake stuff. I'm just going to throw it out there. Right. There's some interesting shit and Dave's rolling his eyes, but there's some interesting shit and you can't even <laughs> deny it. That's no, there definitely fake. is. Because I, I saw those, the whole space is fake, and it's just a, and how deeper God, how it's just to distract us so we can think about that while they're doing things behind the scenes. And yeah, it's true. There's a, I think it's, I, I'm not a supporter of the whole Earth is flat either, but I like reading it because, you know, I want to see how wild these people are getting these theories. And sometimes you're reading, you're like, that's possible. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Some of it really far out there i guess you can start to be like okay and then your logic kicks in a little bit and you're like yeah. maybe never mind yeah <laughs> not to get on I a flat know. earth tangent but you know mm-hmm. they uh some of the biggest some of the biggest the biggest arguments that i think we think are the, the craziest ones are like well nasa has to photoshop pictures of the earth yeah no shit it's big <laughs> like it's you know it's 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 big have they lied before absolutely but are they lying? See, this is my thing. I own a telescope. Mm-hmm. Jupiter's fake. All right, fine. So all those really nice pictures they got of it, 
buy a nice telescope and go look through that and tell me that that they was just hanging there on a Christmas tree. <laughs> so that's my biggest thing. Flat Earth. If you got listeners, right. they're flat Earthers. Like if it's, sky. <laughs> fake, if it's fake, why are they investing in those big ass telescopes, right? <laughs> yeah, like and then and then we talked about. I think the other one that we really really crapped on because we did a flat Earth episode back in May of 2021, and we got so much shit for it because we <laughs> just we took the messiest dump all the <laughs> and good we publicity. were. <laughs> yeah, we, well, yeah, we would just believe that that's what we thought. So we were just like, so this next one, we're giving it a fair shake, kind of. Frankie's not. But uh, but uh, is the flight path. They're all like, oh, flight, why does nobody fly over Antarctica? Because it sucks. That's why. <laughs> and there's nothing there. That's why. And, and if you're going to fly from, what, Argentina to Australia, you're going to go under? Who does that? <laughs> you know, it's it's just so there's there's a lot of there's just so many arguments that are just ridiculous. <laughs> but the ones the ones that are interesting is the firmament one because we can't get at an altitude if these rockets are going off. And I've had conversations with people that believe that NASA rockets are hot air balloons and they just put on pyrotechnics and they just let them float up. <laughs> and that's and that's and that's what happens. And then when it hits the firmament, it goes it just sizzles out because there's uh-huh. that. But and then the sun being local, no. It's just I think it's, I think that a lot of the arguments is just a basic misunderstanding of basic science, right. or, or or it's flat. I mean, I we have the argument all the time. What's it going to do? Changing your life that it's flat, right? Still I here. guess that one day when we all get whatever, if we pass pass away or however that happens, and however our spirits go. We finally find out. Can you imagine how crazy those dudes are going to be rejoicing on the other side? It's like, I told you it's flat. Yeah. It doesn't change. <laughs> like, it doesn't change. Shit. It's like, well, it doesn't change shit. We're all dead. <laughs> and now there's, now there's, there's the flat moon theory. There's flat sun uh, theory. Flat moon. Hollow moon. <laughs> hollow moon. We did a hollow yeah, episode. Moon. Now. Yeah. The hollow moon's funny. I see, I see hollow moon. Flat sun. Yeah, the flat sun. No way. No way. Flat sun. Yeah. You came at the right time, bro. <laughs> yeah. I know, right? The I, I, moon I, I could even read it for flat sun. I remember seeing that. And I was like, I'm, I read like five minutes. And I was like, nah. <laughs> That's yeah, ridiculous. no, that was, a, that, was an, that was an interesting one. And hollow moon brings you to, I mean, everything, like you said, everything's connected. Everything's connected mm-hmm. in some way when you're talking about these types of theories or conspiracies it's uh a hollow moon brings you into the sense of okay then the moon might be artificial whether it be hollow or not mm-hmm. and if that that's artificial <laughs> i'm looking at frankie it's like this brings you back to nazis and talking about Dra- draco reptilians and <laughs> soul stuff and and then you talk about nazis and they're talking about the black sun which is supposed to be jupiter so it's there's there's a cult planetary stuff so that's why i don't think that it's flat but the moon could entirely be fake or mm. made up and like, that could like, be another reason why we haven't gone back or never went we just did it as a ploy because uh what was that movie apollo was it apollo 18 where they get destroyed yeah that, that horror thing. movie yeah horror yeah. sci-fi flick there's just so many there's so many stuff there's so much stuff that you can you can tie just those two subjects into and they all can kind of go back into aliens and Nazis 
That's really mm-hmm. weird how that works out. But and we're sick of talking about it. Like every time <laughs> every, we keep finding ourselves back yeah. into that same corner. We're, three quarters of the way into our research for our next episode. And we're like, <laughs> shit again. <laughs> uh, Ant- Antarctica, Antarctica, hollow earth. I mean, those, those two right there, yeah. uh, especially Antarctica. I mean, Antarctica is very suspicious. Uh, I mean, one it's inhospitable, I guess, to a degree we figured out how to manipulate it. There's definitely people there, but why are there, what is there only 18 countries? So 17 or 18 countries that are allowed to go there. It's cut up like a, like a pizza. Mm -hmm. And, uh, the Antarctic treaty. Yeah. Treaty. There was a treaty signed that you can't just go to Antarctica as a civilian. You need to have all sorts of special certifications and, access granted to you for scientific purposes to even step foot onto Antarctica. Right. Which is weird. Like you're a human, you're supposed to have free will. You should be able to go wherever you want. Hypothetically, assuming that it's not trespassing. Why is this whole entire continent off limits? I think the alibi was that they wanted to preserve the natural uh, look of the continent. But uh, I mean that's that's just the best fitting sentence to, to throw in there, you know. I mean, fair I know, enough. I know <laughs> recently, recent. I wouldn't say recently, but in the past few years, I think like in twenty late twenty eighteen, uh, there was a guy that walked across Antarctica. I don't know if you heard of heard of him. No way. Yeah, he 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 did it. Uh, so that's that's <laughs> it's kind of going back to the flat that you know when I'm discuss because I don't believe in flat Earth. But so when I'm discussing flat Earth with somebody, I always ask, "Hey, this guy, so did he walk around the edge of the Earth, or did he, well, you know, go go through Antarctica?" And so that's my argument there. <laughs> yeah. So you look into it. It's it's a guy that did it, and he. Um, he has pictures. He, I mean, everything, and he did it all by himself. It was, it was just a one-man expedition. Just, just to get off flat Earth. Everyone's no one flat Earth, right? No. Yeah. We're all okay. good. <laughs> We're all good here. Okay. Okay. Let's move on. Let's move, let's move on. <laughs> but um, so yeah, Antarctica. Apparently, just to tie in. I'm sorry, guys, but it ties in the Nazis because. I what I found out, or I found out, I looked into some some research, and it said something about how I don't know if it's the Nazis or Hitler, but they were really into the occult, and they were in touch with the the Vril Society. And um, I guess the Vril Society was an occult society that believed in Vril, which was like an energy source, which ties into Tartaria. But, um, anyways. It talks about how they are in touch with a being. The I don't know if it's the Pleiadians or some kind of higher higher being, but they had blonde hair, blue eyes, and they were tall creatures. And they yeah. lived in Antarctica. So that's what kind of drove them to explore Antarctica. And I guess the story was when they went to Antarctica after getting through the Arctic uh, region, you find this tropical region hmm. and I guess it submerges down into like a cave system when, when you get in there, almost like King Kong versus Godzilla. 
you go in and you know there's a, a natural atmosphere in there that's sustainable to a tropical landscape and from there they started building a bases and they eventually retreated over there at the end of the world war ii um do you guys subscribe to that is that i think is it's, there any uh, truth to that or what do you guys think i think there's it's there's there's it could i mean who knows it's very far-fetched that you know you can go inside the planet and get far enough in and there's a light source and there's clearly i mean from what we know obviously a a, a power source and uh a source of warmth for sure mm-hmm. but uh there was there was um not only the nazis there's admiral bird who was right. a part of operation high jump operation deep freeze and like the nazis doing testing in the north and south pole and you know pretty much you know if, especially if you can control those areas you can strategically strike people especially in the north pole without really being being seen but in mm-hmm. his journal in 1947 he reported to go through the sims hole and that is where he allegedly made contact with he flew his little plane in there and mm-hmm. flying in and saw like you said a tropical region megafauna like elephants and like mountains and ended up uh encountering an, an ancient race that lived underground that was i would say pretty much described the way you describe it and a lot mm-hmm. of people think that that could be the atlanteans mm-hmm. you know like that's another thing that ties into that but when it comes right. to the nazis they have done a lot of stuff um you know there's there's have you ever heard of agartha yes yeah so yes. and that's a big Nazi thing because the Nazis maps actually that have been found have instructions for them to reach Agartha, whether it be deep inner earth, you know, and mm-hmm. I believe, what was it? What was his name? Uh, Carl, Carl Unger. He said that U 209 actually made it to uh, Agartha and inner earth. God. And there is, there is a, Damn, Frankie, what was what was the episode we were talking about? Was it the secret space program where they said that they in the early 30s, the Nazis were actually outfitting U-boats for space travel? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Which so what just to put a timeline on it, when was high jump? Um 40s. In 47, 40s, right? 47, I, I believe. Let's look it up. Yeah. Mid to late 40s. Yeah, probably probably i think that's when they found his i think the article i think his journal entry was from 47 so at this point hypothetically the nazis would have been already well established down there it was august 1946 all the way through february 1947 okay so this is already after world war ii yeah, yeah, so I guess the story was they did their um, investigation. I think they went to Argentina, and someone said, yeah, a few of us dipped out on U-boats to Argentina. So once they got that information, they sent Ad- Admiral Byrd and a bunch of military backup over there. As a, What was their alibi? It was supposed to be like a science. To see, oh, test, test yeah. new military equipment. If, yeah. Yeah. You know, yeah. Admiral Byrd was threatened, threatened yeah. like a motherfucker to to stay hush about the whole entire flight down in there. 
and and also in 19, around in 1939, the Germans were exploring down there, and they found they what did they make it? They call it New Schwabenland or something like that. Right. That was one of yeah, the spots. Yeah, yeah, and, yeah. And uh, they uh, the thing about Admiral Byrd that's really interesting is that he has uh, he has like a there's a there's a partial quote that I actually I still have, uh, and he said he had said something where that the United States should adopt measures of protection against the possibility of an invasion of a country by hostile planes coming from polar regions. He didn't specify if it's inner earth, but he said the Admiral explained that he was not trying to scare anyone, but the cruel reality is that in the case of a new war, the United States could be attacked by planes flying over both poles. So I think he could have been just talking about it's a quicker route, especially if you're talking about Russia, you you know, you go right over the Arctic and you're there. And, uh, but he, you know, he, he would, yeah, he was, they were told like, no, nah, you, <laughs> you didn't see shit. You mm. didn't see anything, bro. Uh, which, and it's, and there's stuff even still surfacing on major news networks. You got to buy, th- you got to buy through a paywall just to read these stupid articles nowadays. But right. there's even people saying like, oh, claims of a Nazi base underground in Antarctica. And it's like, why are we still throwing this <laughs> nonsense around if there's not some type of, weird truth to it you know like is it just mm-hmm. clickbait you know what's the point what's the purpose or we're mm-hmm. just oh, i'll just get or, or just like our other our other co-host likes to say like with flat earth he thinks it's just a psyop to troll everybody to make everybody dumb <laughs> <laughs> there, i think there's a lot of truth in that i think they definitely you know throw a little bit of psyop trolling info in there like let's say antarctica let's say it is true i, I feel like whoever they is, they'll throw in some kind of psyop in that topic to kind of discredit it internally, you know, like a parasite almost from within. Which would make I, sense. Cause I mean, imagine people, they know something and they just say, well, let's, let's make they, the trail a little cold, you know, discredit. Yeah. yeah. That's kind of exactly like what, what they did with Bob Lazar, right? Put the breadcrumbs the opposite yeah. way, you know, it's, mm-hmm. yeah. You have this shred of truth, and then you've got a whole entire <laughs> shitload of nonsense. And it, it just makes you look like a nut job. <laughs> but yeah, you mentioned um, his journals, Admiral Byrd's journals. Um, I actually looked for that on Amazon. I wanted to buy it, but it's sold out right now. But I think he mentioned that when he went through that hole or whatever, there was a UFO that met him in an air and almost kind of put him in a tractor beam or, or some yeah. kind of, it took, it took over his controls. And he said the, yeah, to yeah. bring it all back. The UFO had swastikas on it, right? Had yeah hieroglyphics, but there were swastikas on, on a, and uh, so is the, the Kecksburg incident in Pennsylvania in the, what was it? The six, was it the sixties or fifties? Um, but it was the late fifties. Late fifties, yeah. I mean, the die Glock, the it was it was almost resembled the Nazi bell, mm-hmm. um, right? And, you know, so I, oh, could right, the Nazis right, have right. been dealing with extra, you know, whether maybe not time travel or extra dimensional travel, but you know, transmedium travel of of that type of of craft? They they entirely, I mean, they entirely could have been because, like you said, Admiral Byrd was was had mentioned flying saucers had mm-hmm. mentioned a super advanced civilization and he also said i believe in his that these beings that he had spoken with i mean he, he never said that they were aliens or anything like that he just said that they were an ancient race of people right 
So, which is even more interesting because then you're talking about, okay, we got human beings underground mm-hmm. and they're super highly advanced, which he said that they were upset at the detonations of nuclear weapons because mm. it's fucking their shit up and <laughs> to stop doing it. <laughs> and yeah. uh, so they almost gave him like a warning to, you know, your, your, your surface dwellers are, uh, you know, messing up our stuff down here. Mm-hmm. And, um, that, that, that's creepy. That's crazy. I mean, if this guy was completely thought that he was pulled inside the earth and, and met, met something that said that, I mean, yeah, could just be crazy, but, you know, but would, would I mean, so would that be said because of ancient, um, civilizations, wouldn't that mean that just kind of like pulling back on the swastika symbols, because a lot of people like to attribute right. that to the, to the Nazis, but. Um, originally yeah originally it's like ancient and cultural religious symbols and now the nazis just identify with it so now i think that's why in history everyone's saying it's all nazis but what if that symbol is just meaning it's the ancient civilizations but see and that's a that's a really good point Mm -hmm. because i mean you only have to turn something a certain degree and then all of a sudden something else so my my personal theory is that these aliens had or these these this ancient race already had that swastika, probably. But since the Hitler and the Nazis were so obsessed with it, they're like, let's just fucking take that, turn it a little bit, and they kind of bastardized that symbol because that's like yeah, Jermaine said that that symbol is. If you look back at the origins of what it really means, isn't it a? This, there, it's in a lot of cultures. Yeah, I mean, right. Most most predominantly, I think it's in Hindu culture. I think it's 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 uh, mm-hmm. and it's a peaceful it's symbol. African, right? yeah, it's like yeah, African it's, roots. Um, Eurasia, like I think Europe, Eurasian, something like that. So it's it's very deeply rooted in like 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 Jarell is saying. Maybe the Nazis just say, "Hey, this science cool. Let's use it." <laughs> right. I think it was probably a part of their occultism and and that too and yeah their way there 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 is something because we were going to do an episode on uh wolfenstein castle and mm-hmm. which is <laughs> sorry it's like train um uh, we were uh we were going to do something on wolfenstein castle which is like the center of the occultism for nazi germany and oh, wow. you know there are other symbols that do you know show up uh that could be like melded from other ancient cultures but it would be entirely possible that you know if that type of culture had uh that symbol first because it is you know it does go with old old religions here mm-hmm. so mm-hmm. but it also brings up you know what the hell are people doing inside the earth <laughs> you know <laughs> that, with spaceships because yeah. that's that's a weird thing and that brings up atlantis and mm-hmm. the alternative history and you know all this Lumer- which is lemuria yeah, and you know, I mean, you want to talk about Tataria, like that, that <laughs> yeah. type. That's more, I would say, you know, especially with the mud flood stuff, that's more recent. But mm-hmm. the when you're talking about these people, you know, all these theories that go on, you know, even even the the mo- one of the more recent in the last you know twenty, thirty, thirty years or so with uh, Graham Hancock or so talking about you know the Young Adrias impacts, and you know we've there are I think there's like. 200 different underground bunkers in Turkey that are, mm. they don't even know how old they are. Oh, I think right, one right, is, right, right. One's, right. One I learned about a long right. time ago. They talk about it in this new show, but <laughs> called Darren Kuyu, Darren Kuyu, which is like eight stories deep and can hold like 20,000 people. 
and the mainstream say it's from it's from being attacked by other tribes and they think it's probably being from being hit by comets or Hmm. asteroids and they know because they knew the stars and blah 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 blah. so they knew things were happening so you're talking about that and that only happened twelve thousand years ago so if we're talking humans have been anatomically the way we are for as long as we have been and there's so many stories between ancient cultures that are almost identical in in every in every aspect when you're looking at when you're looking at their deities or talking about their stories or even the names of certain things that they're and they're not even you know, you could go even farther back. So bring it back to Antarctica. You're talking about, could there have been something that happened that pushed these people that were super advanced? I mean, let's say, let's say the Atlanteans, for example, in, in lore, they were supposed to have existed antiquity for even the Egyptians, you know, like, so like well back and they were super highly advanced. So how do we not know that something happened again, many long time ago, and Antarctica could have been farther north. There's supposedly pyramids in Antarctica, which I entirely think that they probably could could be. But mm-hmm. maybe our planet shifts faster than we think it does instead of just like a gradual thing. You know, next week, California could be up by where Alaska is, you know, and we right. just can't even fathom that. So I think a lot of that could be with Antarctica, too, and this secret weird race that could be hiding. I mean, could it be survivors from... 200,000 years ago. Mm-hmm. Who knows? The gods, you know? Yeah, it's, it's interesting because um, I feel like it's just recent that people started taking the concept of UFOs being, well, now they're UAPs, you know? Mm. Um, UAPs being, I mean, there's there's USOs now, unidentified yep. submerged objects. And we're from California and that David Fravor story is like close to where we live over in Oceanside. Um, Cause we're in South Orange County. It's kind of between South Orange County and San Diego, but that's way too fucking close to home, man. And I'm already afraid of like, I already have thacelophobia. So uh, don't, I, even, don't even look at <laughs> Catalina Island then. You don't want to. Yes, <laughs> yes, my oh, tell goes, me, tell me. You know, my friend goes, um, <laughs> my friend goes diving over there and he goes, um, spearfishing. I'm like, dude, you have no idea what waters you're swimming in, man. Well, I, I live in San Diego. So, uh, uh-huh. we, I, uh, we just had those, that two or three different, uh, UFO sightings over the summer oh, down here. And, yeah. uh, I've seen, and people are like, all their flares, but I've seen videos from dudes on the tarmac, a Coronado air station filming it going, what the fuck is that? And you've got air, you've got Navy being like, dude, that's not us. So it's, 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 there's a lot of, uh, Southern California is a major hotspot for UAP activity, Mm -hmm. major hotspot. It could just be the proximity of military bases, but it's major. So yeah, if you want to look at some weird stuff, especially USOs, uh, Check out Catalina Island Man. for sure. Catalina Island does have some weird shit because I've been there, and even that dome building that they call the casino. I was like, this looks, you know, looks like there's some history with this shit. You know, perfect segue, <laughs> right? <laughs> dome buildings. So uh, Tartaria, you mentioned the mud flood was recent, and I feel like Tartaria is a new subject that I just brought up with Danny and Jermaine. I, I barely got into it, but essentially it's, it's it's an advanced civilization, right? Yeah, pretty much. And they yeah, harnessed free energy. Yep. 
Um, they put Tesla out of business, Nikola Tesla out of business pretty much. He was a, or he was, or he was a prominent member of that or rediscovered mm, that technology. Yes. That, I think himself. that's what I read. And I think that's what, uh, and he was laughed at. There's a lot of weird stuff. Tartarius, there's so much to unpack because a lot of people will go on this like world fair tangent. A lot of people mm. go on this free energy and then architecture and then mud yeah. flood. But then when you actually look at a lot of the tar- Tartarian history, it shows up on maps from 16th, 15th century. So, you know, and it's supposed to be, I, I guess, I guess uh, they originated in like the Mon- Mongolia area of Eastern Siberia and that, that region. But mm-hmm. I think, well, I don't know the year, but I know it's recent 1800s is when they stopped calling people from that region, the Tartars or, or whatever, Tartarians. So it's, it's, it's weird. There's so many, there's so many rabbit holes. Like the one, the wild, like there, have you ever heard the conspiracy with Tataria that the wild West was a whole entire made up thing and all the buildings were here, right? Like San Francisco here yeah. for 200 years, 300 years before it burned down the first time. Huh. That's interesting. I'm yeah. super unaware of like the majority of the, the Tartaria conspiracy. Like Dave said, I've a lot of people hear bits and pieces of it here and there and mm-hmm. not so much the whole picture. And that's kind of where I'm at. I haven't exactly connected the dots. I've heard, like you said, the world fair, the mud flood, so on. I, I've heard about the buildings in, in California that have been there for hundreds of years, but I, the, the free energy I'm not really aware of. Yeah, it's in the architecture. Yeah, the architecture. It's in the architecture, the that stood out to me. Apparently, I this is the newest thing about Tartaria that I read that the uh, Great Wall of China was actually the Great Wall of is it Tartar or Tartaria? I think there's a it, few. There's a few ways that people right pronounce it. Yeah, and certain Tartaria, and then because I know that there's there's been a. a I think certain cultures have certain names for the the region, mm-hmm. but they all kind of stem the same way. But that would be that would be really interesting if that's uh, right. If that's a part of that. So what I what I read on it was that there are entrances that are only available on that side of the wall, and the outpost outlooks on the bridge or on the wall they look towards the China side. So that's where the archers would usually post up. They don't really. They're not adequately placed to aim and have a good vision of the Mong- Mongolian side, so it's pretty interesting. Could be like the like the like they they were the creators of it, but the Chinese were the ones that actually adopted it after they were gone or right. moved out of the region. Right? Yeah, that's a. I mean, that happens. That happens everywhere. Like when it comes like with architecture, I mean, just look at the difference between architecture in Europe and the architecture in the United States. I mean, there's some like look at cathedrals, you mm-hmm. know, there's a reason. And a lot of the Tartarian stuff they have, you know, like like what's like Red Square in Moscow. Like you see these buildings with these spires and everything's got spires on it and even obelisks, you know, pyramids, you know, anything that, that reaches straight up and comes to a point, uh, a lot of that Tartarian Victor- I guess I guess a lot of people call it Victorian style mm-hmm. architecture, right. and is is very similar. And there's there's some buildings still left in the United States. I mean, there's some older cities like San, like San Francisco and Chicago, New York, and and a lot of those places that have some of those architecture. People even argue that the Empire State Building and the Chrysler Building are like Tatar- Tatarian style. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, 
aren't bastion forts like tartarian style or or like star forts uh, is that what like they call star them? forts that's yeah. I, that i think ties in with it see that's this i think there's a lot of fragmented stuff with mm-hmm. with this cons- with i guess it's not even i wouldn't even call it a conspiracy i mean you can call it a conspiracy if it, if you're talking about like the great reset portion of it right which that's why there's so many i think it's there's so many different things that people want to latch on to to make it one conspiracy and i think i think that's where you know you really have to find somebody who's really into it and uh Mm -hmm. i've i've been looking at it for about a year now and i'm still lost in certain there's still so many holes in all these fragmented you know stories and because giants come up in it it's just like this whole (laughs) yeah it's it's it's, it's, the biggest Um, thing if you could put it on screen uh, if you look up like Tatarian buildings that are underground, that's the one right, thing right. that a lot of people will put in. That's where they tie in the mud flood. If you type in, okay, you might even be able to just type in mud flood, uh, and you'll see like or There's mud flood in Seattle. I think Seattle, Washington, and you'll see like these giant mounds, like houses on top of this, just like just covered in mud and 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 uh, foundations. Like I guess one of the big things that they talk about, yeah, right there's. Uh, you could see how there's half windows on on a lot of city streets, especially if you're in New York or Boston, or mm-hmm. um, you'll see like half you know half windows on the street. And re- in reality, there's a whole another story, like story and a half, or maybe even two stories underneath the ground that it was mm-hmm. buried. It's really interesting if you see like because there, there's a couple um, there's a couple pictures from I think like Pittsburgh where they were doing they were digging and they were just like there's a whole rest of this building underground, right? Like front door, everything, doors, windows, and it's that's the mud flood portion. But it's maybe that. And then you'd have to rewrite history completely in the 1800s. <laughs> and there's a yeah. but but then but there are foggy portions of the 1800s. I mean, you're going you got you got wars and you know the wild west is this whole fanciful thing that everybody talks about. And, uh, who's to say that there weren't advanced people here, just not only, not only a couple hundred years ago. And the entire story of us coming over here is just completely washed and everything happening is for the last couple hundred years has been washed out. Obviously I think, I, I think we're not going to get told the whole, the whole picture. There's been there's so much stuff, and I think that's why this is so fascinating. Is because people are no pun intended digging up <laughs> no you know evidence about like what happened to a lot of these buildings that are all over, especially North America, where half of them are underground. And right. I feel like it would only take a couple of generations to literally rewrite history. Yeah. Absolutely, especially now, right? Like three or four, maybe five. Maybe, and you could literally just get rid of everything, start fresh. Yeah, nobody has to know anything. It'll be all over TikTok. Yeah, <laughs> it, it, it's crazy because now you could do that even with the source still present. You know, and a lot of it ties into New World Order. Right, we'll talk about that. Great resets, New World Order, the mm-hmm. changes of architecture, going from these elaborate, you know, things with you know crazy spires that could be pulling free energy out to these bland uh completely bland gray blocks that we're building everywhere you know mm-hmm. it's um it's a weird theory 
I want to I want to keep going with it, and I would love for us to do an episode on it. But there's not nearly enough information. Yet. I just I just came across this YouTube uh, series of Tartaria being connected to an occult um, history, and those those giant beings that you mentioned um, actually passed on how to develop this architecture to harness free energy. But I barely just got into that. So I'll shoot you guys over the the link. You guys can. Yeah. The giant stuff is, is really, <laughs> real interesting. And they talk about how big the doors are in certain That's places it. in Europe. Right. And they're like, who the hell walks through this door? It's 40 feet tall. Um, <laughs> I got to look yeah, into that. Cause I, uh, <laughs> I mean, Jerizi, he told me about Tartaria just the other day. So I had never heard of it. And so definitely just by hearing all this, it sounds interesting. Okay. I think like you said, though, it's fascinating right now because I feel like it's sort of a newer, you know, it's one of the newer conspiracy theories. And there's so many aspects to it, like it being hidden, it being erased from history. A How did it get brought up is my question. You know, how do we discover this kind of stuff? So I think it's really fragmented. I think a mm-hmm. lot of people are pulling straws and trying to put one put trying to put like 10 or 12 things together, which could entirely be the the 10 or 12 things that put it together. Right. But uh I think a lot of people are grasping at straws with a lot of it. You'd have mm-hmm. to really talk to somebody who's real big into alternative history cuz it's I think one of the biggest arguments too is the World's Fair, Chicago World's Fair or something like that. They said it was built if you can if you can see the picture of this thing it's crazy they said it was built in like less than 2 years and then they just tore it down it, it didn't it like burn or something they said it burned but if it was built out of if it was at, what if it was actually built out of stone and then they demolished it but it doesn't make sense or or you had giants building it i don't know a lot of people go a lot of avenues with this and it's crazy that you're saying it's how deep that is with the whole Giants thing and all that. Because the only reason why I knew about the whole Tartarian thing is because I was actually more just interested in the architecture. I didn't know there was like a whole theory behind it. Yeah. Like, I think I was because my, my lady, she's into the whole Victorian style. And like, so we were kind of just looking at old buildings and it led me to the Singer building in New York and how I read some link how that's like a Tartarian building. I was like, what's Tartarian? And I just started looking at like the star forts and all of that. And now that you guys are saying all this stuff, it's kind of blowing my mind. It's like, damn, that's just going deeper. And then <laughs> if you look at a lot of these pictures too, like that one's a drawing, but look at like the, look at the first one you were looking at. This one, right? Yeah. Where's all the people? Huh. <laughs> that's, that's my biggest thing. You got all these pictures of these giant world fairs and all this stuff. Where's all the people? You got like four people walking around. <laughs> And then that's another argument that they're saying. That a lot of these people are saying is that well, they got wiped out in the mud flood. Uh, very yeah, straight. Dude, I gotta crack into this. You you have to crack into this because <laughs> right? that leads you into Star I'm Force. I'm gonna lose myself. <laughs> I am going to lose myself. See, Star Forts though. Star Forts is very fascinating because that's just the They're evolution cool of the castle. Yeah. That's really the they realized that well cannonballs as their military power as it got stronger and stronger and stronger over the years especially into the 16 1700 especially into the 1700s uh they they realized that having square areas is not that good for 
shooting arrows or people or shooting people or, you know, getting, you know, attacking somebody coming at you. So not only do you build moats, but you build these weird geometric shapes and it makes it a lot easier to get into these nooks and crannies that people are trying to get up. And you're just like, gotcha. And then on top of it, Hmm. weaponry got more, got a lot stronger. So they'd build earth mounds around these castle walls and, you know, you get a cannonball hits the ground. Yeah. Instead of, and then on top of it, there's a whole different stuff about uh, like frequencies, sound frequency in star forts and the way that they're shaped. It's, it's, it's really that, that whole, I think there definitely is something to it when they're, they're tied together, especially in the architectural aspect, but and yeah. I also just recently found out that uh, bricks were actually a good conductive. Um, yeah. It had a lot of ele- electronic conductive properties, which was interesting. Because they used, I guess, Tartaria used their architecture to, like you said, harness energy. So bricks being a great conductive conductor of electricity play into that. <laughs> That's crazy. It, I would say it's probably it's definitely not the type of energy. I mean, if it is something like what Tesla was doing with the Tesla coil and, and pulling, you know, electricity out of the air. Mm-hmm. The one thing that I've always thought about is like, how many people? Maybe that's why there's no people. They all got fucking electrocuted in the air, just just, just walking around, <laughs> just get struck by <laughs> struck by a building. You know, like that. That's the one thing I always thought about. Like, Mass execution. They, yeah, like or it's a different, or it's a whole different type of energy that we just don't. We lost. We just don't know. Right. And mm-hmm. I think that would be the reason for the suppression, if that's if that's, you know, if this thing holds weight, right? That's interesting. It's a weird one, and it's deep. <laughs> it's like it's, it, it is, is like it? one of those ones where you're like, yeah, I'm just gonna read about it for a couple of days, and you're like, twelve years later, just your <laughs> eyes, bleeding, like, oh god, facial hair everywhere. <laughs> yeah, I can only. I hear some other podcasters and other people that put on stuff about it and they are just, they can't keep a single track going. Mm-hmm. And like, like, like you, like you showing like a, like a YouTube video or a series, that's the only way to unpack it. And, right. but you're still not unpacking it, especially in a seven minute video or a 12 minute video, you know, like it's, it's not, it's really weird. You have to, there's so many avenues start with the Tartarian empire then get into the conspiracy because I think if you can under if you can understand the hist the actual historical part of a of a whole group of people that you had no idea about until you started seeing this name pop up, mm-hmm. which also brings you to like suppression of information. How did we just find out about this shit? Mm-hmm. Like that's weird. It's weird I think, stuff. I think if they're kind I of putting on this. No, go ahead. Sorry. No, go ahead. Sorry. If I go down this rabbit hole. And I spend a bunch of time looking into it. <laughs> is there a big picture like at the end of the tunnel? Or is it just like endless fragments of the bigger story that isn't really right. put together yet? I think questions and from, from the video series that I was watching, I think it tries to use Tartaria to tie in all the um all the civilizations like e- Egypt had some um Tartarian influences. Um, Greek had some ancient, uh, had some Tartarian influences. So it kind of uses, I think it tries to glorify Tartaria as the source society that influenced all the other advanced cultures that sprouted about. So, yeah. I don't know if it's a video just glorifying Tartaria right now or if there's any truth. So, it's a big one. 
through rabbit hole. It's a, it's <laughs> yeah. a, it's a, it's a big one. I think it's just as, uh, I'm not saying it's ludicrous, but I think it's just as fragmented as flat earth. So <laughs> it's, 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 I think, like I said, people are grasping at straws in, in some of it with some of it, but I'm very fascinated in the giants portion of it. Like <laughs> mm-hmm. you said, that comes up a lot and giants come up in almost every civilization. So yeah, it's, yeah. it's, and then there are uh, alleged pictures of people even 200 years ago that have encountered giants. And I'm like, and even uh, we, I just talked about it on another show. Uh, the guys in Afghanistan, the Kandar giants. Oh yeah. Yeah. Uh, that's so recent. nuts, bro. <laughs> recent. It's crazy. Uh huh. It's so weird. They, they, they described him with red hair, right? The giant. Yeah. It's interesting. Red hair and like at least, at least eight feet, eight to nine feet tall or something like that. He just hurled a spear from the cave. <laughs> Jesus Damn. Christ. That's so terrifying. <laughs> it's like the predator, but it's a, it's like Seamus. it's funny but you did you did mention it frank um are there any conspiracy theory rabbit holes that you guys you guys have dove into and at the end of it you guys are like what the fuck that was such a waste of time oh Uh, (laughs) i'm sure sure. (laughs) i wouldn't say waste of time like it just didn't but, hold water, or like yeah. there, there was just no big picture at the end of the tunnel. Exactly. Right. Yeah. Ooh. I'm trying to think. Like you dove into it and you really didn't come out with more information. You were just running in circles. <laughs> yeah, I'm trying to think of mine. Huh, same. I think the closest I could get would be like our crop circles episode. Unfortunately, I would say, um, yeah, but crop circles, we still had, I mean, we still had, we still had, we still had questions afterwards. And I don't think, I mean, I think we knew what we were walking into with it. Mm -hmm. Uh, I'd say, ah, man, actually, you know, one of them that really, I think kind of (coughs) just, we didn't. I don't think we don't think we lost it, but I think we we there wasn't much of a conspiracy aspect to it. We did an Okigahora Forest episode, mm-hmm. and that was, uh, I, I guess less conspiratorial. Uh, yeah, we, we kind of knew where we were going with it the whole time, even with the research, uh, especially with like the certain paranormal aspects of it. And then, right. um, let's say like. Another one that kind of like I don't I wouldn't say it spiraled. It had good, good. We had good ideas on it, uh, but was like demonic possession murder episode that we did. I think really just kind of didn't. It didn't. It didn't go. Not it didn't didn't go as like did not go as planned. But it was. Uh, it was. I mean, some sometimes you just can't can't nail something, especially if it's true crime or murder or something like that. You, you know the outcome of it. Right. And you're not like there, there's been other ones though, too, that we've really just blow. We just released a, a Tavistock Institute and that blew the head off of all three of us. Something and, that spiraled way out of control. And 
the big picture just kept getting bigger and bigger was simulation theory. Yeah. Simulation theory, you can just keep on going and th- there is no real end in sight. Kind of like how I'm getting at with Tartaria. Like simulation theory, I looked into endlessly and it seemed like the information didn't stop coming and you just kind of had to like put a cap on where you wanted that that conspiracy to sort of wrap up. <laughs> Tartaria might end up being the same thing for me. We'll see. So simulation theory for people that don't know, and I mean, just to get a better understanding on it, is essentially the Matrix is real, right? Where, where yeah, I, and um, yeah. are but does that go as far as? Our real physical body is elsewhere. That's where you get. That's where you keep going. <laughs> oh, I see. Consciousness, yeah, I see. your soul. Consciousness, yeah. uh, I, a, I think to end it. I mean, the the so the conclusion I came to for that is that it is never ending. I mean, think of a cell. A cell yeah. has it's like its own little universe in its way, and it just it, then it expands into something bigger, into a human being or an animal. Which is expanded into fractal. the world. It's mm-hmm. like exactly. It's all scaled, and yeah. it's that's why they say the universe continues to expand. It's infinite, and so that's the conclusion I came to it. And yes, after words, okay, what's consciousness? The soul, things like that. That's a whole other discussion, <laughs> right? And that yeah. ties into quantum physics, and I'm not yep. even going to try to <laughs> pretend I know what any of that shit means. Right. We talked about uh, in our year ep- or our two-year episode recently, uh, we talked about we each had to pick a topic, and, and Mike picked uh, quantum immortality, and that was tapping back into that, and, you know... It's, it's, that's one that was one that I was like, why would you do that? Like this is this is this episode's like a thousand pages long if we were gonna do it correctly. And even with like what Frankie said with Sim Theory, we only spent less than an hour on it. Like we really want to re- revisit it and, and do more and more because you had to put a cap on it or else it's just whew, just hmm. keep going. And it'll be the same thing with Tartaria. I'm scared of yeah. it. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> It's daunting, dude. It's daunting. Things, subjects like that are daunting to get into. Mm-hmm. That's yeah, funny. For sure. Do you guys have a favorite conspiracy theory that you guys find yourself always gravitating and coming back to? Like aliens? Uh, um, we, we don't uh, touch, cri- we, cryptology? We really don't touch on aliens too, too. We haven't touched too, too much. There's been mentions of it. We did an alien agenda episode. Uh, but we've never like done an episode just on like gray aliens or reptilians or you know anything anything like that. There's always been kind of a a talk on it, mm-hmm. but never never we've never like done like that. We we do have a cryptid series that we're we're really slacking on. We have to do some more cryptid episodes, but. Yeah, that's the only like super reoccurring thing. Like as a as a whole show, um, we try not to linger on like the same topic multiple episodes in a row, or even within the span of like ten episodes. Try to break it up. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, so so as a show, we we don't necessarily gravitate towards one thing, but I'm sure each of us individually, yeah. 
Tataria is my big one right now. That and I'm still we're gonna do a flat Earth episode in a couple weeks. So that that's that's where I'm unfortunately my brain is is stuck is stuck in. And yeah, uh, you guys like just groaning to get through it. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. I I am because I'm sick of watching. I'm sick of watching the same people just was it screaming at each other next level is that the documentary by that that one dude himmler <laughs> <That's> <laughs> himmler dude himmler alex jones <laughs> screaming at himmler 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 yeah, yeah himmler i mean right <laughs> it's himmler. <laughs> so good um individually i'd have to say simulation theory even though i just shat on it a little bit because it's a never-ending loop mm-hmm. uh, it, i got stuck in like simulation theory mindset for like two whole straight years like super disassociated call it mental illness if you will but <laughs> dude, i got stuck in, in simulation theory mindset i was like dude i'm code i'm ones and zeros <laughs> i'd be at work and one of my coworkers, he knew it bothered me I don't know if it was from like a trip or something, but he, he would just walk up to me in the middle of like a rush. I, I was a line cook and I'd be like shoulder deep in appetizers and he'd, he'd walk up to me with his eyes like real wide open. And he'd be like, this isn't real. You're not real. This is all code. You're not real. And it would like freak me the fuck out. <laughs> but yeah, I, I stay going back to simulation theory in my own head, like on a weekly basis, I think about it. <laughs> Like driving down the road, like yo, that person's not real. That person's an AI. Yeah, that that person's an NPC. (laughs) Oh my god! I think for me, mine, I would, I always go back to secret societies because we Mm -hmm. can always keep going back to whatever conspiracies in the past. But I feel like the secret societies are still running everything right now, and to look into the history of it and see what could be possible potentially be in their control right now is what always intrigues me so i always look into it like the bilderbergs or the skull and bones or things like that those are always the most interesting for me to look into Uh, i just get sucked Mm -hmm. into the whole idea of secret societies because it's just like the idea is just like what are they doing you know like what what are we what's going to happen tomorrow that these guys are planning you know like the new world order is obviously a secret society kind of thing like the bilderberg like they hold those meetings so yeah, for me, that's those are the crazier ones for me. But the simulation one fucks with me too because I only started really getting into it because Jarrell talks about it, and I kind of dove into. It. I was like, "Fuck!" I, like you, you said, I, I no, I like no, like like Frank said, I was like, I looked at someone, I was like, "That guy's an AI," and I was like, "What the fuck am I saying?" <laughs> yeah. I, so it makes I'd say for me, differently. it does <laughs> like a pessimistic way, right? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> It's unfortunate. It's a. It, it does like like Frankie, like you said, you get into these like, you know, in doing the research on it, you're just like stuck in it. it doesn't help. <laughs> That's the one thing about doing research on certain topics. There are certain topics that definitely like will screw you up mentally doing mm-hmm. the research on it. Like we did a, we we've we we don't often do two parters. We've never done a three-part series or anything like that with episodes, but we did a two-parter on the JFK assassination, uh, Epstein. We did a two-parter on the Vatican. Uh, we did a two-parter on 9-11. 
And then we decided let's do a two-parter or a three-parter on something that's huge and super controversial when we were coming into our fifth season. Uh, so we had to re- we researched we we really fifth season really ended or started with a bang, which was really bad. But we, we had to research Holocaust denial and Pizzagate in the same month, and that was like the darkest February. I've ever spent on my computer. I'm just like, oh my god, I'm so sick of reading about this shit. And then we have to talk about it. So we split that one up, and we did another second part of Holocaust denial in June. This, so we have to relive it. So doing stuff like that, it's it's, and then you're, and then on top of it, like you said, the secret society stuff. This just scares the shit out of me because yeah, it's because it's so prevalent. And if you haven't heard, like we we talk about it with Black Rock, we talk about it. With uh, we mm-hmm. just talked about stuff like that with Tavistock Institute, which is mm-hmm. horrific and uh, scared the shit, stressed me out, scared the shit out of me. Um, but most of our live shows at the end of our seasons, we always focus on a, a secret society, and mm. uh, and I think one of the biggest ones, one of the more interesting ones that we did was definitely Skull and Bones. That was mm-hmm. uh, Skull and Bones is crazy, yeah. yeah. That shit's just cool. weird, though. That shit's it's weird. Creepy. It's like, what are you doing? They're dressing up weird. They're like yeah. in the dark, like <laughs> they like laying reading the out of bones, weird right? books. Yeah, that, hanging that, each that, other. It's just weird. They're just doing weird yeah. stuff. What's you know? the goal? And, Come on, bro. And, and like you Do said, <laughs> at the end of the day, they're running the world. They are running the world, and we're just in their their little hamster wheel, and we're just going to do whatever they say. And I like to call the Freemasons after researching, and as as you go deeper into secret societies, I call the Freemasons the starter kit (laughs) because that's because they're so out in the open. I was like, they're not really secret; they're out in the open. I know people are proud to be Freemasons. Like that's they got the bumper sticker. Yeah, it's like you're a secret society starter (laughs) kit. (laughs) Yeah, Jermaine and I knew knew a dude who just signed up. be a freemason or he he just became a freemason but we were making fun of him he's like oh, he's like the boy scout here still <laughs> like he doesn't know yeah. the secrets yet. yeah so he's, he's like, like the fundraiser I was like, are, you, are you supposed to be open about this and he's just posting his pictures like, all right <laughs> there's definitely uh there's definitely something to freemasonry though definitely mm-hmm. something oh yeah to it, especially yeah. tied in uh with all the other secret societies that you can talk about yeah and the one percent they some, would, fall some would say that, that they are the secret society too, right? Yeah, they could be. They could be just, I mean, it could be the Illuminati by itself, just manifesting in different, different areas. <laughs> I mean, it's just <laughs> secret society scared the crap out of me because yeah, it's, it's the, it's the one conspiracy that couldn't, that is real. Like exactly. these, these people are real and they're, they're doing something like mm-hmm. Bohemian Grove. Weird. Holy weird. Yeah. weird. Bohemian goes uh, creepy yeah. as fuck. Yeah. <laughs> weird. But you know, we've we've done so we've talked about the NWO NWO Illuminati, uh Golden Dawn, uh you know, Frankie, what did the other talk about? Skull and Bones. Dude, and... I want to infiltrate the Skull and Bones Lodge. <laughs> <laughs> I You're live in Connecticut and it's like right on the Yale uh Yale campus. I wonder how hard it is to break. <laughs> <laughs> and yeah, then you got live, real you gotta live stream people. that. <laughs> Hell yeah, dude. 
wear the GoPro and shit. <laughs> you got real big people too that, you know, wasn't George Bush and Skull and Bones or something yeah. like that? Yeah, he, was. he yeah. was. A lot of politicians. Circle jerking his buddies in the basement. <laughs> Just to join, right? <laughs> and he's yeah. he a circle jerk. Fuck. Yeah. <laughs> Put on this robe. <laughs> it's weird right it's just it's always like why are we wearing robes man why <laughs> what's with the mask yeah exactly it's like i know I, who you are <laughs> it also brings into like fraternities dude and skull yeah. and bones that really made me feel like that was like one in one like like an like intense that. fraternity right well, that's, that's pretty much how like, like, yeah, like each George other. bush got into there because his fraternity then he fell into the skull and bones from there and then now all of a sudden all these people are getting skull. Like I'm not even that deep in a skull and bones, but everything I know so far is like that's creepy, man. Mm-hmm. It's, it's real just, weird. Don't don't they have the actual bones of uh who was it? Like a historical um, figure, right? Who did they say they had? Man, I forgot. Uh, yeah, no, but I, I Geronimo? It's Geronimo. Geronimo's right? skull, yeah. 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 <laughs> what the fuck? Yeah. What the fuck? I don't know. I kept thinking they Geronimo. have his remains in there. It's <laughs> it's just a thing. Yeah, bizarre. Come on, bro, just do it. <laughs> but I think that's that's their marketing point, right? Come on, join. Look whose skull we got here. It's like, oh yeah. shit, I'm coming. I mean, you can't you can't deny the platform it puts you in after, though. You know, yeah. I mean, a jabroni like George W. Bush <laughs> was able to be president despite what happened during his presidency. I mean, Kanye called him out, man. Like he had a pretty bad run. He had a pretty bad run. <laughs> Danny, do you have a favorite conspiracy theory? Well, the one I've been I've been intrigued on lately, I wouldn't say favorite, but intrigued on lately is Great Reset. And I wouldn't even call it conspiracy because shit's happening. Might be going through that now. (laughs) Yeah. Exactly. (laughs) I mean, just like how, you know, a lot of the corporations, the elites work in, you know, inflation's high. Uh, everything had to there were the catalyst was they had to use covid to like initiate something because everything was going so great and you know like, how about we just shut everything off how do we do it oh with the with the virus you know um you know not discrediting that it's a real thing and uh, you know because it is it affected a lot of people but at the same time like you know there's like we've said there's people that control the world here and so how are they going to control it Oh well, we should do this and this. That'll that'll disrupt our supply chain, Fear. which will disrupt the entire economy, and so now it's affecting a lot of us. And you know, things are getting worse as as time goes. And every day, like I said, it's not a it's not a conspiracy. It's, so, it's, it's actually so happening. And it's real life. <laughs> what's up? It's real. It's so life. crazy, yeah. Like every day, like you think you think shit's already at the top like you can't top it you know and you wake up and it's like what mm-hmm. the fuck <laughs> you hear that crazy theory about yeah. when covid was happening and like the whole theory the asteroid theory you guys hear about that Which no one? no the, so in the beginning when covid was happening i was just kind of reading conspiracy theories and one of my friend brought up to me uh zach he's part of cave two and it was about that the government knew that an asteroid's coming they couldn't do anything about it oh yeah and yeah, so yeah. they were having a shelter in place and just they didn't know how to tell us, so they were having us just spend time with our family. Oh, I because did it was coming. Hear that one. Yeah, because yeah. they did didn't know if that. And so I remember I, it was the beginning of the pandemic. I'm sitting there, I was like, "Fuck, I'm kind of spooked right 
<laughs> That's like, wild. Yeah, it so does they, make they, me suspicious with that dart thing they just did. So, you know, and nobody's talking about it. Like, we yeah. just moved an asteroid, and they're like, <laughs> yeah, this, that was last week. Right, and then right. that movie from Netflix, oh, the one right. called Don't Look Up. Yeah, oh, yeah. disaster is coming. So that's when I was like, "Ah, oh, fuck! Is this what's happening right now? Are, is, are they putting this shit in plain sight right now?" Mm-hmm. So yeah, were, the whole theory was that a meteor was coming, and they did couldn't do anything about it. Um, it missed. It missed. It missed. <laughs> but the whole theory it was, was huge, though. Apparently, yeah. it was like one of the yeah. biggest ones, right? It was supposed to supposed hit. To so, yeah. April, April something, yeah. two thousand twenty-nine. Yeah. Apophis is supposed to make a, a pass at us or something like that. It's supposed yeah. to be a monster. That's a monster asteroid. Yeah. So, like, the whole point was that they wanted us to just spend time with our families, and eventually, that thing's going to hit. We were supposed to die, but we're still here. So that is super <laughs> sweet of the elites to do. That yeah. is very nice. Super <laughs> sweet. <laughs> Not bad, right? Not awful. Hey, hey you know, with your family, guys. Get paid at home, yeah. you know. Take but take scares with COVID. It's like, hey, COVID. It's COVID nineteen. That's funny. Yeah, I mean, like that would be. I mean, what what would they what would they do if you know there was? But imagine if, if they did tell us. Oh, yeah. That means yeah. they thought it was going to happen too. So they're like, "Fuck, let's just yeah, put everybody cool. in their house and let's all go to Antarctica and not let them see us do it." Yeah, you know, yeah. <laughs> and cause mass hysteria by telling us, and everyone's just going to revolt. Fuck it, do whatever. Not a toilet paper. Yeah, that, that, that was the craziest part. Everyone's all going for toilet paper. <laughs> I was in Arizona. The I was in Phoenix, like March fifteenth. And they were, and we were here in rumbling. We went to Walmart because we were at my friend's, and we went to Walmart. And me and my girlfriend were getting some, getting stuff for like the trip back for the next day. And I'm like, dude, there's nothing in this store. What the fuck is going on? And then, <laughs> and then we started looking. At, I started looking on like social media and the news, and they're like, California's about to shut down. I'm like, fuck this, we're leaving. We got to get back to California. I'm not getting stuck here in Phoenix. <laughs> and literally two days later, everybody locked up. Couldn't go to work. Like it was just locked. And that was weird. That was really a weird. I'm, I'm sure you guys, you guys, yeah. like it's weird everywhere. But you know, in Southern California, it was weird not to have anybody on the yeah. freeways. That was yeah. strange. That, that was, was fun. It was weird, That's but nice. it was great. It was fun. Was, and now we're all butthurt because <laughs> it's traffic's back, and we're all like, "Motherfuckers!" Yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah. Seriously, yeah. yeah. I think um, during 2020, 2021, it's hard because. Danny and I, we used to be into conspiracy theories and we kind of put it on the shelf because diving into those topics continuously, it does get depressing, you know? Oh, yeah. And it's hard to shake it off. Like, you don't just wake up and take a blue pill and it's like, oh, I forgot about it. You know, it's like that shit's still looming. And mm-hmm. now, like, like, like we said, we put it on the shelf. But after 2020 and 2021, it was hard not to, you know, put put that cap back on and put the shades back on and be like, damn, we're in the matrix. It's almost like, <laughs> and it's, and it's funny because it's things we discussed like 10, 12 years ago. Yeah. Like we were like, crazy. Bro. Shit, the shit that we talked about just happened. You know, the, the, these uh, passes that people needed to go into, you know, venues and restaurants, like that stuff that we discussed back in the day. And it happened. Um, lockdown the controls everything the censorship stuff like that it's stuff that we always discussed and it's like holy crap dude it's really like it's happening and Mm -hmm. we lived through it i mean seems like it eased up a bit but yeah it's it's still there 
Oh, now we're sitting. Now we're sitting in the. This is why. This is why we're not a show that goes with current events. It's mm-hmm. we have a segment on a Patreon where we, Frankie and I, talk about conspiratorial news that could be a little bit more fringe, and and sometimes on the dark, the dark side, but within within the realm of that month, and uh, mm-hmm. but we, it's the one reason I think it's the, probably the one reason why we don't release content, uh, with stuff that's happening literally right now, mm-hmm. like because one, it's nauseating to keep up with that stuff. Because, you know, I just found out today at the end of the day that there's like some, I guess, Russia accidentally bombed Poland and now we're really (laughs) fucked. Now we're like on the verge of Article 4. And it's like, it's like, Jesus Christ, how bad can this get now? It's like we're talking about everybody's making memes about nukes going off. And we're like, now we're right here. Like we're (laughs) right here. And I couldn't imagine being a conspiracy podcast talking about this stuff every single day. Right. It would just then that's how you become that's how you become the people in the depths of the conspiracy world, I think. I think that's mm-hmm. that's how you do it. You just beat it into yourself every day. You know? And mm-hmm. those are those are fun people to have on your show. Yeah. <laughs> dude, <laughs> dude, you guys you guys got David Icke on your show. What we the did. fuck? Yeah. yeah, we want him that's, back. That's yeah. legendary. <laughs> that episode is banned on Facebook. Oh yeah. no way. <laughs> yeah. Or not Facebook, uh, YouTube. YouTube banned us real quick with that one. Um, yeah, David Ike. The we had Max Egan on. <laughs> you want to you listen to some weird stuff about lockdowns and COVID? This guy, this guy's a hardcore anti-COVID guy, but he, uh, he, uh, he's like off the grid, living in Mexico, like because Australia is <laughs> after him. So <laughs> he's, he's a whole fucking Australian. Continent. government yes is after <laughs> oh, him dude australia went crazy with the yeah. lockdowns and the so mandates and everything i mean here in the u.s is one thing but australia was i think it's bad china's like, you bad couldn't even still go out lockdowns. of your house like <laughs> yeah it's like here in the u.s except for florida and texas right they're the only yeah. ones the only ones that were just like yeah man keep it going like, right right <laughs> It's going to be really interesting to see how this decade and maybe the next couple are portrayed in history books. I wonder how much of this that we're living through right now, like you were saying before, like you guys used to talk about this and here we are, we're living it. Is this story going to be told word for word to our grandchildren's children? You know? Because somewhere well, always the truth always gets gets lost, you know, and always has someone else spitting some sort of bullshit with whatever they're telling you, and that's where the truth gets yeah. lost in all of this, and that's why these conspiracies become fragmented. <laughs> no, and <laughs> that also goes back to what you were saying about how how many generations it takes to change history. I feel like it, it, now more than ever, you see that the winners end up writing history, you know. Yep. So mm-hmm. doesn't take that. It looks like it doesn't take that much. No, unfortunately. You know what my favorite conspiracy is that I really want us to cover is dinosaurs are fake. Oh, <laughs> oh man, that's, that's the one that I think is probably I'm gonna probably poop on you just like I poop on flat earthers. So it's <laughs> it's to take a dinosaur size shit. Why you, you totally think dinosaurs are real? <laughs> You're sold on dinosaurs. You went to the dinosaur museum. I went to the dinosaur store and bought a few. That's yeah. Just... yeah. No, Park, I, I just think it's, it's, I think it's, I think it's, 
it's or i guess the whole premise of it is is that for people that are listening that don't know uh that dinosaurs were fake they were a money grab and all the bones are giants right mm. yeah apparently good cover up of killing the giants though right? yeah apparently they have a uh, smithsonian has giant bones just like they, they're not allowed to put it out it's just kind of like in storage or something dude you know who probably has giant bones the vatican the vatican <laughs> probably has giant Bro. bones dude. the vatican is another they probably have goliath bones in there man you got his whole no, imagine himself. yeah they just have they have a whole dragon skeleton down there they've got some crazy shit they've got a some... living dragon probably in <laughs> yeah, yeah. Place. <laughs> yeah yeah so my, my favorite conspiracy theory tying in with the vatican is kind of how everything ties into like black magic dark arts like some kind of spiritual warfare you know um like even fucking the Nazis goes down into mm-hmm. some kind of yeah. occult, you know, black magic shit. So it, it's weird that I mean, I also found out that the CIA reached out to Alistair Crowley, and he was he did some work with them. So I just feel like the elite or the Illuminati knows what they're doing with these these like black magic occult symbols and practices and traditions that they keep up and they try to make it subtle, but I think they're very aware and very conscious. And it kind of like ties everything with simulation with new world order. Like they try to control the narrative and they try to keep us in this, I hate saying it, but like in a lower frequency, but kind of in a sleep state. Right. We talked about that with David Icke. If you're into that stuff, um, check out NY Patriot and the occult rejects. Mm-hmm. Um, wh- whether you were to talk to them or just listen to them, NY Patriot, Occult Rejects, very knowledgeable people on that whole subject matter. They've like shed a lot of light on that whole entire thought process, especially the black magic stuff. Um, yeah, one of the guys in there is like it's like an ex member of a uh, an organization that practiced black magic and stuff. He's like yeah. actually said that he's hurt himself like physically doing stuff like that wow that's a cool cool guy a lot of fun Uh, yeah a lot of fun (laughs) (laughs) all right we're hitting that two hour mark guys this was a fun podcast i feel like we covered a lot um where can we find you guys social media uh everywhere but if you want to if you want to find all our links uh www.hushhushsociety.com that's the the easiest place to go. It's the one stop shop. We got we have a Facebook group. So if you find just type in if you just type in Hush Hush Society on Facebook, you'll find us Instagram, Twitter, uh, and uh, if you want to watch our episodes, we have a Rockfin. So check that out. Rockfin.com slash Hush Hush Society. If you want to see our faces and not just hear our sultry voices, <laughs> uh, but yeah, pretty easy to find. Everything it's a great name, by the way. I, I yeah, just I like to point it. out a Hush Hush Society. Thank That's you. That's a very clever you. name. So, Dude, your backgrounds, too. I fucking love it, man. <laughs> the satanic symbol, Nike? Oh, man. <laughs> <laughs> you like that? <laughs> it's still a work in progress. That's cool. The though. conspiracy board. Yeah. I mean, you got to add some. What you guys are doing, so it's great. You got to add a Tatario <laughs> board on there. Originally, the name of the show was actually way more ridiculous than, than what it is now. So, mm-hmm. we. 
you had to cut it down to like four I, words. I like how you have the the candle going because it's like yeah. society shit. Yeah, yeah, we got that. I was just waiting for some dude Where, in a robe to rope? pop up behind you. <laughs> Where robe? Pull away, and then he's gone. Where'd you go? That's awesome. <laughs> All right. Thanks, Dave. Right. Thanks, Frank, for joining. Thank you, guys. Hush yeah. Society. Thanks. Catch Thanks you guys on the See next app. Thanks for having us. Later, guys. Peace out, guys. See ya. Peace.